Church, I just want to read a couple of scriptures to you this morning. The first one is from Matthew chapter 5. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand. It gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Second scripture is from Matthew chapter 28. Then Jesus came to them and he said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And surely I will be with you always to the very end of the age. Famine, war, world hunger, disease, human trafficking, unclean water, oppression, the list goes on. With so many global needs, it is all too easily forgotten, the needs that are all around us. In our state alone, 10,000 homeless sleep on the streets every night. 14,000 children experience homelessness every year. Over a half million people are living below the poverty line. 400 kids are waiting in the Minnesota foster care system with no mom and no dad to ever tell them that they are loved. I wonder if the, the statistics and the stories that we hear have hardened our heart and uh, closed our eyes to the needs that exist all around us every day of our life. I wonder if we're able to even recognize the loneliness in people's faces, the hurt in the eyes of those that we walk past and never give any time or attention to. I wonder how many elderly are sitting in an old folks home and no one comes and visits. I wonder about the kids that go to an after-school club and no one knows their name, no one cares about their future. What would happen if our hearts softened and our eyes opened up to the needs around us? Every month, River Valley Church partners with dozens of local organizations. We prepare and serve a meal to the residents. Um, we also bring blankets and we have toys for the children. You can clean dishes, you can cook food. Just being here and serving is service to the Lord and it reaches out to people in a way that we probably don't even acknowledge. Even though it looks like a small thing, it touches people's lives. And God uses the small things. Feed My Starving Children is a nonprofit organization that specializes in sending very nutritious food around the world to starving kids. It was really fun in knowing that you're like helping people who are homeless and like don't have any food to eat or anything like that. It would be nice to be there and actually hand the food out, but this is the next best thing. That's what God made us for. He made us to do good works. This is a great way to serve people who can't serve themselves. 
Jesus told all of us to go into the world. And sometimes we can think of the world as being far away. And what he really meant was both here and there. We're not supposed to forget about the people that are living all around us and thinking that the need is someplace else. It's everywhere. It's there. It's here. And we do everything we can do every day that we can do something. What if your part is buying someone's coffee? Or giving an extra tip to a stressed out server? Or mowing your elderly neighbor's lawn? Or buying groceries for someone unable to make ends meet? Roost House is an emergency transitional shelter for homeless women and their children. So we house women that have been the victim of domestic violence, poverty, um, have maybe lost their job and, and don't have anywhere to go. River Valley comes to Roost House once a month on the third Thursday and we prepare and serve a meal for the residents and their families. Personally, I'm in a very busy stage of life. I have three very active children in school and sports, and so this is a time out for me to give back. We have a gal that lives with us that has an addiction, and she's really turned her life around. The positive interactions that River Valley provided on that one Thursday night a month led her back to Christ. It, it did, she started praying. She's recently started attending church, and I think it started on a Thursday night in the dining room of Ruth's house. Some people may think it's just a meal. That's a home-cooked meal to us. You know what I mean? And we get to have a prayer, and we get to visit with other people. I mean, it means a lot to me. be able to stop world hunger today, but we can serve a meal. We may not cure disease today, but we can offer someone comfort and hope. We may not end poverty today, but we can make a heavy burden a little lighter. And just maybe, the world would see how great God is, because they cannot deny how loving and compassionate His followers are. Go. That's it. One, one word. How many of you guys were nervous? It's like 12 o'clock, 12.01. We should be done. He's just walking up on the stage right now. One word, two, or one syllable, two letters. Uh, we actually contact, just for fun, the Guinness Book of World Records, and they have on record no shorter sermon, so we're going to try to force them to put it into their book. We'll find out. Whether they put it in the book or not, that's, that's not the point. The point is this, that as Christ's followers, we are to go into this world and do everything we can do to make God look good because of our good works. Because of our love, because of our compassion, because of our generosity, because of our kindness, 
on each one of your chairs there, there is a card. And there's about 40 things. The list could be hundreds of suggestions, of ways to just reach out and with the love of Jesus Christ, show how great our God is. Maybe you want to take this card and you want to read through it and circle a few of them, put it on the refrigerator and say, I'm going to do these. Or maybe you'll take it and you'll say, I'm going to do every single one of these. And the next year, I'm just going to cross off one at a time and do every single one of these. Our God is good. We want him to look good. We want people to know how loving and compassionate his followers are everywhere we go, whether it's in our community or around the world. It's a short message, but it's a powerful word. At the risk of sounding a little uh, cliche, you can't spell God, you can't spell gospel without the word go. It's what we're supposed to do as his followers. Why don't you go ahead and stand at this time? We've got some uh, prayer team members that are going to make their way forward. They're going to line up here at the front, and uh, they would be honored to pray with you about any need that you have. Maybe there's something that you're going through in life, and you just want somebody to agree with you and pray. They would love to pray with you. So when we dismiss here, just make your way forward. Introduce yourself, and they would be honored to uh, pray with you. Let me pray with you right here before we go. God, we love you. It is our desire to make you look good through our good works. Jesus, it's because of you. It's for you. It's all about you, Jesus. We love you. In your powerful name we pray. Amen. Let's go make God look good this week as we go. God bless you. Have a great week.